When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy, on now at APCO. <laughs> G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Shop the Maggie's Magnesium range at Chemist Warehouse, now starting from just $3.19. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is Tuesday the 29th of March and I'm up here in the studio with Louis Herman Watt right next to me, brother. Got the kitchen flying in the background. I'll be sending Joe off in a minute to go get us some nice coffees, a McCafe coffee in fact. Well, we've got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking about a cricket, Grant Elliott and the Black Caps. Take on the Netherlands today, Ross Taylor's final series in the black shirt in the black shirt. So we'll be talking to Grant Elliott about that series up and coming. And then we're gonna talk a bit about football. Because the All Whites, they are into their World Cup qualifying campaign. They'll take them on, on the Solomon Islands on Thursday. And we're gonna get Jacob Spoonley on to uh, reflect, share and, and kind of get his little bit of insights and the wisdom on how the All Whites have been Transitioning as of late, so looking forward to chatting to him and then Super Rugby on a Tuesday. How good's midweek rugby? Moana Pacifica take on the Blues tonight at Mount Smart. Remember, they have got an awesome wee campaign going there. You can head along to that game. Twenty percent off tickets, all sales of tickets for anyone that wants to head along to Mount Smart. It will be a family affair. There'll be lots of dancing, lots of music, and lots of great kai and food as well. So. If you're able to, head along there. We're going to chat to Officer Tonu'u, former All Black and Blues player. We'll join the show just after 8 o'clock. And then this is a great one. I'm looking forward to this. Well done, Louis. Rob Dennis is a quality Southland trainer. And today we want to share here a story of survival, determination, never give up attitude, and the links they went through to reunite, reunite one of his workers with his wife um, from the Ukraine, the struggles, the things she had to endure to make her flight and how Rob Dennis was able to help that all come together. So we're going to chat to Rob Dennis uh, later on in the show. But like always, we'd love to hear from you. Double eight double three on the text line, on the Tempura bedpost text machine. Uh, anything that uh, 
you know, you want to have a little spiel about or you want to share some insights, or just give us a bit of banter. We love banter here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. That'll be great. Well, give us a call even, 0800 150 I'm up here in the studio. I can see Kempe's at home, so I haven't caught up with Uncle yet, but hopefully tomorrow he'll be in the studio and have a little catch-up. And Louis Herman Watt, seen his face on the camera as well. I haven't caught up for about three months, Louis. It's been a long time, mate. How are you? Yeah, it's been a full Christmas season, <laughs> is it? It's been a full summer, a full Christmas season, and now we've got cricket and uh, rugby on at the same time and Kempe has woken up today which is a great start yes. bit worried for Uncle because he was getting a little bit worked up a little bit hot under the collar so I thought he might sleep in maybe just need a little bit of extra kip this morning but good to listen, see he's listen, here on time Listen here Junior Listen here Junior Don't you start I know you've been <laughs> sitting there stewing around trying to find that little dummy you spat out yesterday when your horse didn't come in Just calm down and let's have a good show today Okay <laughs> so, Someone's woken up with um a little bit of post post punt rage regret, I think, MB. Is that what you, is that what I'm getting from you, mate? I told you, I told you, been around a long time, son. I don't get that. I think I think you got a little bit of a problem there, Louis. I think you just need to go and sit down somewhere. Maybe we'll talk to Paulie Mawadi about that. They've got some counsellors, I think, at the TAB. You can find them for free. Oh, I'm good. Do you know, Izzy? They actually started a people like Kimpy. They actually started a Facebook page, the Jockeys. Uh, it was called Angry Broke Sad, yeah. and it was for people like Kempi when they lose their bets and they can't help but having a spray at somebody. Yeah, but you have to, but you have to, you have to, you have to lose. That's the problem. You see, the problem is that you're making stories up. I'm not the one that lost. You're the one that lost. Uh, Did you have a win yesterday, Kempi? Mate, yeah. I didn't have a bet. Oh. So you just you just just thrown out daggers for the sake of it. Just just grumpy, just because the 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 uh, look. It was actually a great. To be honest, it was actually a very rewarding day of racing at Newcastle because, mm. um, well, we we Kempi's a little bit upset is White Noise, one of Andrew mm. Forsman and Murray Baker's three year olds, didn't run as well as suspected, but it was kind of fine because Regal Lion, who's mm. the better chance in the Derby, flew home. So it was actually quite a good day. Flew for home. Flew home. And um, we're laughing if we managed to get that big price on the Derby Futures. And it was quite a good day for them because the chosen one, again, had a group a group one placing, and he's spot on for the Sydney Cup. So the Kiwis were on fire. Chris Wallershock picked up another group one. Um, Fangirl. <laughs> Fangirl ruined me, broke my heart. But that's okay because um, my next leg would have died anyway, and that would have been even more heartbreak. You know, you make it to the final leg and you're watching that race. But I have to commend you boys. Like, Duas? Duas. Duas, mate. What a horse. What a freak. I was sitting last, and it was talking to earlier uh, Louis and it was Jockey was just sitting on top wasn't really doing much I'm thinking mate you better hurry up here you're just cruising <laughs> along and and these horses like the, the leading horse was at it going at a high rate of knots and to us just sitting back sticking back and they come around the back and he just pops out on the outside and just lets it go and I've never seen such a, a greater picture on the TV when you just see that horse just really open up and those legs are flying and everything. Mate, it was it was special. So I can understand we you were looking at there, Kim, because you picked it as well. Very, very special horse. Yeah, well it was a it was a it was a great one. Great group one group one days, especially I guess taking up to Newcastle too to have that group one day was um mm. it looked it looked nice up there, it would have been a good day for all the Novacastrians and um yeah, Duas was the picker. Well it was the it was the better of the day on Saturday and it showed us why yesterday. 
it's a it's a stunning horse. So um, you'd like to be the owner of that, and, you know, sitting there knowing that you're writing out a check. What's what would it win by six lengths? Easy. Oh, super! And now they've got the the best tough choice to make, which is uh, whether you go to the Sydney Cup or the mm. Queen Elizabeth. You try bring her back in distance to the two thousand metres for the big. What is it? $4, 5000000 million payday. So. so you had a good little explanation off here, Louis. Do you, I was, because I was, I was listening to the commentary, mm. and they were like, the, the owners, they love a bit of money. You know, they love chasing <laughs> the money in the Queensland <laughs> State. Um, Don't we all? Queen Elizabeth Stakes has got a bit more of a purse. Yeah. But then you explained it uh, a little bit about your kind of explanation and your thoughts on it. Yeah, it's an interesting one because it all depends on what. It all depends on what the connections and the owners really want. And do they think that Duas is a special enough mare that could win themselves a Melbourne Cup? Because the distance isn't an issue for her. She goes to sleep, she can absolutely fly, she's got to turn a foot. So if you're thinking that this is a, a Melbourne Cup mare in the spring, well, you probably wouldn't risk going to the Queen Elizabeth Stakes because if she mm. won it, she'd pick up, I think, maybe five kilograms. And all mm. of a sudden there, she goes from 52 to 57. And she's not very elegant. And even very elegant was not lucky to win the Melbourne Cup. But you don't really win the Melbourne Cup on with that much weight. It's just not really done. So if you go to the Sydney Cup, you get penalised less. So yeah. if she goes to the Sydney Cup and gets up over the 3,200 metres um, she would, and she won it, she would only pick up two kilograms. And Ed Cummins, the trainer, it is the grandson of Bart Cummins, and yeah. we know he fancied himself as a, well, he loved the Melbourne Cup and the family, it's part of the dynasty. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Either way, I think the goes, latter. You think, I, I think the latter too, Kempi. Yeah, I think the latter. I think after yesterday, everyone's, everyone's watching that race thinking Melbourne Cup. So, you know, Cummins, Melbourne Cup, you know, they're like, they're like you know, Toast and Marmite, aren't they? They go together. <laughs> toast, toast and Marmite go together. Like, um, Will like Smith wheat picks, and... mate. Like wheat picks. Will like Will, Will, Will Smith, Smith and Chris, Chris Rock. Why do you think he, he slapped them with an open hand? I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I feel. Because paper beats rock. <laughs> paper beats rock. <laughs> wow. Wow! <laughs> Look at, come on, Louie. Come on, Louie. I was just thinking. Uh, build was, a bridge, actually, son. Build a bridge. I was actually thinking why. I was trying to answer your question. I guess maybe he didn't actually want to assault. Him. I don't like, think he didn't wanted. Want, didn't really want to actually nah. like. So knock, if you slap someone, out. it's not assault. No, is that well, what you're saying? no, knock him out. Like I don't think he. Is probably, that, he, they're North Canterbury. You, you let us slap people. Where do you sit, Kempi? Where do you sit with the whole situation? Well, if he was going to do it, he should have done it properly. Yeah, so I thought, I, me abused. personally, I thought it was staged, but you know, I'm I'm probably one of only a few people that's been so traumatized in the media the whole the whole incident. But like Chris Rock's four foot two, you know what I mean? Even a slap would knock him out. Um, so, I, I, yeah, but knocking him out on on national TV, I, I don't think he wanted to knock him out. I've watched it a hundred times. It looks like he knew it was coming, and he moved his head to the side before he got hit. So I don't know. You love a conspiracy, eh, mate? Nah, you love a oh, just, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's not real. Oh, come on, mate. I, I don't think it was stage. I mean, just look, watching how emotional Will Smith was in the aftermath, he kind of clearly got clearly got the moment, got the better of him. I mean, it's just it's just weird. It was mm. one of the weirdest things you're going to see ever. Because, well, firstly, I mean, you'd kind of just think that Will Smith would have thick enough skin just to be able to mm. move on. But then you hear him do his acceptance speech for the King Richard film, and you're like, clearly he's been 
sitting here in this doing this method acting, talking about how to protect your family and you got to do whatever it takes for love. And he's got so in his own head about it. And then he's talking about he is a river for love and for God. And it's like maybe Will Smith's actually lost it mm. a bit. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think Dean, I think Dean Lonigan was straight on the phone to him when he gave him fifteen mil each for him and Rock to jump in a oh. jump in a ring. Oh, Sunny put Sunny Bill in the ring. I mean, this could be the stepping stone for Sunny Bill. Look, the, the amount of memes that have been coming out it's, it's blowing up big time, and you can understand it's biggest bloody uh, audience you know that watches the Oscars and and things like that. So um, yeah, obviously we don't condone violence, and particularly on TV. But <laughs> if someone's gonna honestly, I've thought about it. If someone's gonna spray my wife and she's got a Problem, I'll, you know, people call me a dagger for a reason because I go straight for the heart. I'll get pretty angry too. Yeah, but you're Ooh. not going to walk on stage at the New Zealand Rugby Awards and punch. Oh, I probably wouldn't walk on stage, but I'd say something uh, afterwards. A hundred percent. And if he wanted to I pull think, Rock aside afterwards, I like that dag. I like that. I think what's happened. Good man. I, I think what's happened is you look at the footage. Yeah, he laughs at, at the joke. Yeah, and then he looks over, and Jad is like. Like she rolls her eyes and yeah. and there's a thing like where she and then I, I reckon there's something like are you gonna do something about this? You know? <laughs> right, finally, finally, yeah, are you gonna are you, are you finally gonna... gonna back me up or are we just gonna have mm. this double sided life that we live that everyone knows about? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, did, how did what about you, Aroha? How did you feel about it? Um, at the time. I just remember sitting there going, "What did I, what What did I just re- what, what did I just watch? What just what is it real? That's real." That, oh, he said the "ack" word on television. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith, well, well, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, you just got slapped. <laughs> and so, what people might not know is, because you know, I watch Jada all the time on on her Red Table Talks. She's had a struggle with alopecia yeah. for many, 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 many years, which is a hair loss condition, and she's gone through this big. I know reality TV is a bit. <laughs> You don't want to know everything about everybody's lives unless it's about Jada and Will Smith's open marriage. And mm. then she talks about hair loss. And so what the hardest thing was when I watched that was I watched her face when the ca- camera cut back to, to Will and her. Mm. And you see her. She was dark as. It's like Chris Rock's made jokes about her medical condition mm. over and over again. And it was a black man in a position of power with a microphone in his hand with a, an audience of millions of people making fun of a black woman's medical condition. Mm. And I was like, yo, Will Smith. That was a slap, though. <laughs> that was a slap, though. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. Because, And I'm looking at it differently because, you know, I've watched Jada and I really wanted Will Smith to win a Best Actor Award and then it just made the anticipation for the Best Actor Award a million times. Like, how much did the ratings go up after that happened? Oh, saved the Oscars. They've saved the Oscars. <laughs> he's, he's actually saved the Oscars because no, it, it was becoming a bit of a snore fest. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it was but, weird. One of the weirdest things. And, you know, you know, you just hope that it isn't the first line in Will Smith's obituary. Oh, no, don't say that. For now, it will be. Thank you, Louis. <laughs> but like they say, that the Oscars said we don't condone violence. But the writers wrote those jokes, and they put violence into their humour on stage at the Oscars for years. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of well, they need to have a barrier. They need to put a fence around Parliament and a fence around the stage at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, security. Do you reckon, you. Do you reckon Ricky um, Gervais sitting there going, "I can't wait to do the next one." <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know. I did listen to a podcast with Jimmy Kimmel last night, and he said 
this is great. He's like, he said, this is great because now I don't have the most stupid, the most ridiculous Oscar moment where he was hosting in um, La La Land and uh, Moonlight La La Land was given the best picture and it was actually the wrong envelope. But then he said, actually, as I say that, no, now I've just got the second most crazy Oscars moment and what's worth, what's the worth in that? <laughs> I actually want the first one back. So he, he was actually gutted once he thought about it. It was one of the weirdest things. It's something that you never expect to happen and... Um, yeah, strange moment for sure. Yeah, strange. strange but it's moment. also two dudes who like have the same sort of stage, right? What, they're, they're, they're both funny, they're both really, really famous, they're both you know, doing things for their community, for a black man community, standing up, doing, like breaking the ceiling. And then they sort of, they get Chris Rock to tell jokes about other black people on mm. stage. That's oh, n- that, oh, yeah, but I did think yeah, it would happen I mean, in, the, in the changing rooms. Not on the field. Yeah, that's right. And like Chris Rock, you you know Chris Rock's shtick, and you kind of get it. And it raises the whole question about comedy and where where the lines are crossed and where the lines well, are the, blurred. And the line is crossed on on the Oscars stage, right there. Yeah, well, probably more so because he's been punched and or slapped in in front of everyone, which is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Anyway, yeah. nineteen minutes past six o'clock this morning. Uh, Look, it was a big Super Rugby Tuesday, which is a weird, weird concept. We'll get to that in in a minute. And also, we've got a Black Caps game today. So a Tuesday full of sport around Aotearoa. There's plenty to get through. Um, Will Smith, Chris Rock, do you think it was fake? I'm with Kempi. Fake is a... Okay, I won't read the rest of that one. Thank you, unnamed texter. Um, but double eight double three. Just, I've, I've nearly done myself there. I have nearly done. Uh, double eight double three. Was it real? Was it fake? Your team, Chris Rock. Your team, Will Smith. Let us know. And we're going to talk some Super Rugby and plus the rest of the sport of the day after this. Nineteen minutes past six o'clock. Listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.